Okay, so dapat, ano, dyan, yung magbigay ka ng the best from AQ Prime and then the worst and then yung parang in the middle, ganun. Parang lahat kasi worst. <laughs> oh my God. Parang <laughs> <laughs> <Lang> the best. <laughs> Sige, kunwari, the best worst, gano'n. The best the worst? worst. <laughs> okay. Of AQ Prime. Okay lang yan, guys. You can, ano, you can get this feedback. <laughs> For improvement. <laughs> For improvement. Please send your complaints to Princess Pinok at... <laughs> Joke lang. <laughs> wow. Okay. Welcome to first... Ay, first world tuloy. Third world. Oh. <laughs> Welcome oh. to first world. Joke lang. Welcome to third world cinema club. <laughs> Yes. I'm John Tawasil from Present Confusion. Okay. Jay, mauna ka. <laughs> Ito na naman tayo. Lagi na lang. Lagi na lang eh. Kaya bawat episode eh. O, Jim. Na, wala na si Jim. O, ikaw, princess. Na. Nasa first world kasi Jim. Nasa first world na kasi. Umalis na si Jim. Hindi <laughs> natin makuha ko ang intro ng tama. Oo nga eh. O, princess, ikaw na. Uh, Ikaw na. Hi. Oh, hi nga. Hi din. Hi. This is, this is Princess Kinok of Film Police Reviews. Hello, I'm DJ Ramones of ReverseDelay.net. And, and wala na si Jim. Ayan. Tuluyan so, na siyang lumisan. Um, Jim from Jimmy Kula at Ipapa is here. Was here. Pero now he's... Will be not, here. Will be here. Shortly. <laughs> Technical difficulties. So, um, okay, so, ano, uh, today, we will be talking about what we watched recently. Yan. We're also preparing a uh, Cinemalaya review episode. Yan. Upcoming yan, pero kumakalap kami ng taong nanood ng Cinemalaya kasi, yun nga. Hirap na pandemic, alam mo wow. So, let's, <laughs> let's start with what I watched recently. Um, recently, meron akong na-download na app sa aking phone. It's called AQ Prime. It's a, it's a new streaming service sa Philippines. And uh, unfortunately, wala pa siyang browser version. It's not available in, um, tawag dito. It's not yet available sa mga, kunyan, mga Chromecast, ganyan. Pero, yun, uh, for three months, uh, 100 pesos, you get access to a library of films. So they have five films that are they, that they deem as um five films plus six basta ganun. They have films that they deem as um AQ Prime originals. Um there are uh, one of them is the film Nelia which is one of the entries in 2021 MMFF. Um the other ones that I watched are Hoventans Huling Lamay. Um There's uh Buboy there's a couple films from Buboy Tan. One of them is called Bing Wit. The other one is La Traidora. And then there's one film that I haven't watched yet. It's called Adonis X. Pero other than that, they have a library of other Filipino films, notably films from the earlier years of Cinemalaya, uh such as uh In the Red Corner, Mudrax, um Namet Namets pala, sorry. And uh, of course, the a very classic, the very classic uh, filmography of uh, Perry Escanio. Um, uh, ang guru kong hindi marunong magbasa. And also, 
uh, Sikreto ng Piso. Yan, yung dalawa niyang pelikulang yun ay available sa EQ Prime for 100 pesos lang. So, um, yung mga napanood ko, uh, admittedly, not the best production quality. That's an understatement. Um, sobrang pangit ng editing. Um, technically, hindi maayos yung pagkakalatag. Um, and one of them is very short. It's like one hour and five minutes long kay Hoventan. And alam, nararam, mararamdaman mo na parang very maraming filler yung pelikula. Um, out of that films that I watched sa EQ Prime so far, hindi ko pa napapanood yung Adonis X again. Um, yung medyo okay-okay sa akin is um, La Traidora. <laughs> hindi siya okay in the sense na it's a good film. Pero may punto siya about um, exploitation of film workers. May parang kasi yung the, the film centers around this para siyang PA, production assistant, na napasok sila sa unethical na film production due to cost-cutting measures, parang wala sila mga permit, um, underpaid yung actor and actress, and parang money, parang scam lang yung ano. I mean, the, the film is very poorly made and ano din, yung the film within the film, I mean, um, is very poorly made and parang feel ko, parang ginawa lang siya to ostensibly to Hakot Awards, pero parang hindi din kasi nga pangit siya. And yung parang yung ano doon is kukurakutin nung, nung director or nung people in charge of production yung pera for themselves while, you know, shortchanging everything else. And I feel this is a very, a very common or at least, uh, it's not uncommon. Uh, it's an occurrence in the film industry na may mga tao that are being take, taken advantage of especially films. Um, some films in the festival circuit hindi nababayaran kagad, hindi sila nagbabayad ng mga trabahador nila. And yung sentiment na yun naman nag-come across in the film. Um, medyo weird lang yung ending. Medyo may pagkameta na hindi, da- hindi ko maintindihan. Pero yun. Um, it's just weird na yung the kind of film it's trying to parody is also reflected in the filmmaking itself. Um, yun naman yung <clears throat> the other one na medyo noteworthy yung Bingwit um, para siyang Viva Max made even cheaper it's like a Viva Max film pero mas cheap pa yung dating na tipong um, pagbasahin mo yung synopsis sa EQ Prime I'm sure some of you have read may, may nakakita sa story ko if you've um, if you've uh, seen the synopsis of this film para siyang word salad wala ka maintindihan pero medyo there's this parang betrayal, double betrayal. There's this woman that's using these two men as her parang kabit because she's married to a ano, to this politician. Pero these two men, yung dalawang kabit, they fell, fall in love with each other. And that leads to many problems. So, yun nga. Medyo, yeah, it's a, it's a gay film, but I mean okay naman siya. It's um there the again the production value is not very high pero I didn't hate watching it. May may, may part doon na nakakatawa pa nga and there's a neat little twist at the end. 
So yun lang, AQ Prime. If you if you wanted to watch older Cinemalaya films, some some obscure Filipino films that you might not have heard of, regardless of quality. I mean, yeah, isandaan naman yun. Isandaan mo yun. It's up to you if you want to spend it or not. Yun lang naman. Um, do, you, do you guys have any questions? <laughs> Wala naman. Ano, interesting pala kasi may older Cinemalaya ano siya. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Part ng library niya yung mga older Cinemalaya films. Kasi actually, no, parang mas, nung time na yun, parang hindi ganun, mas mataas budget nila mas mo low budget pero parang mas quality yung story ng ibang films back then. Oo eh. Um, itong mga films na tinukoy ko at, at least until yung time ng Namets. Ano sila? Ito ba yung age ng digital? Yung digital film na yung bagong-bago lang. So very mga f- yung maximum resolution mo siya 480p. Ganyan. Mm-hmm. Diba? So mm-hmm. Ah uh, yeah yeah yun parang ganun. Pero yun nga th- there are very interesting stories then from this early age of Cinemalaya. So um dati kasi dati kasi do you remember yung yung sa CCP they offered mm-hmm. ano nag-o-offer sila ng tawag dito na pwede mong panoorin yung catalog nila of Cinemalaya films. Um mm-hmm. Uh, pero ewan ko lang ngayon kung tuloy pa yon Pero this is a nice, alam mo yun, kung may pera ka, pwede mo panoorin to. Um, yung mga recommendations ko dyan, um, yung iba kasi hindi ko napanood eh. Yung, meron din sila yung sigwa ni Joel Lamangan mm-hmm. na a lot of people like, pero ako personally, oh. I do not. Um, it's a story about yung activism during during certain times. Um, meron din yung si yung Ligaw Lina. Mm-hmm. Alam nyo ba yun? Sinemlaya 2007. Um, mm. So, si ano yan? Si Karil? Mm-mm. In one of... I think this is her only Sinemlaya role. Pero yun, um, baka gusto nyo mapanood yun. This will be the first time I will watch it in gosh, mm. almost ano, 15 years. So... <laughs> Excited ako. Yan lang naman. Interesting. Hybrid pala si IQ. Uh, AQ Prime. Hybrid siya na ano, streaming company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fairness. So, ayun. Korean content. <laughs> Ito, Sorry. Kung, kung gusto nyo nga, no, mapanood yung Cinemalaya led legendary film na ang guru kong di marunong magbasa <laughs> in which yung isang scene doon is nag, nagre-recite yung mga bata ng ABCs tapos pagdating nila sa D, D is for dark side. Oh my God. <laughs> or yung isang scene na ano, nung yung bazooka. <laughs> o oh, yung bazooka, may tinali sila sa puno na ano, na politician. Tapos binaril ng bazooka ni Alfred Vargas, the best. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hindi ko alam kung ano yung intention nila sa Xero talaga na yun. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> ko din alam. Parang Peri Ascanio, tell, <laughs> tell me your secrets. I wanna Dito know. Hindi naman naging yung film sa dulo. Or... Kasi patapas yung pelikula na, di ba? Parang bigla naging choppy na yung editing. Tapos, oh. yun, ano, <laughs> binadoon. Baka, baka naubos yung budget. <laughs> Pero yun. Uh, 
uh, enjoy. It's a very entertaining film uh, to watch. <laughs> Sesi, ikaw naman, how about you? Anong, what have you watched recently? Yes. So, ako ang representative for ano, Viva Max Report. Viva Max Report. <laughs> Ayan. So, actually, guys, maano, mat, matagal na namin gusto mag-release ng Viva Max episode. It's just that, ano, hindi kami magtugma ng schedules like, kasi nakanood ng ganito, ganyan. So, ano na lang dyan? Pagka napanood mo tong mga films na to, jump in ka na lang din. Of course. Ayan. So, for example, di ba, ano, yung the best middle and worst ko. Medyo madami akong worst. Kaso, isa lang talaga yung pagkakunari na iisip ko. Parang ito talaga yung for me, pinaka-worst na Viva Max film. So, unahin ko ng worst. Hindi siya Daryl Yap na film. Kasi yung Daryl Yap films, parang pinatabi ko muna siya sa isang sulok. Hindi ko muna siya pinapanood. Sa ibang dimension. <laughs> o, oh, nasa ibang ano siya. Wala sa, sa multiverse ko. Ganun. Nasa ibang solar. Do not open yan. Oo. Isa ghost fighter yung tirahan ng mga kalaban. Oo, gano'n. <laughs> so, ang worst kong Viva Max film, napanood ko na to siguro mga three months ago, was Kin- or is Kinsenas Katapusan. So, <laughs> oh, di ba? Natawa si <laughs> No comment. <laughs> Ayan. So, I believe si, ano to, si GB San Pedro ata ang yeah. nag-direct. Ayan. So, hate me or not, it's fine. <laughs> Ayan. So, yung kwento kasi ni Kinsenas Katapusan, it's about this man who falls in love with his daughter's classmate. So, ang weird lang talaga niya, para siya talagang ano, wet dream. Pero it's the worst wet dream, I guess. <laughs> Hindi siya maganda. Hindi talaga ako, parang siguro, siguro yung intent nito is for the fast forwarders. Alam mo yun, yung parang fast forward as play. Fast forward as play. Parang ganun. Tapos yun. So, actually, impressed pa ako sa iba na 6.1 yung rating nila. <laughs> ako, na, no, no talaga as in. Yun. Kasi, ano, parang, di ba, sex is sex, but then, if you keep thinking na sex would sell, tas wala siyang kwento, wala siyang kwenta, ganyan-ganyan. Tas at the same time, miss opportunity siya for, ayan na, miss Sola, na, ayaw ko na na magsalita. <laughs> <laughs> Sobrang missed opportunity niya. Siya yung parang, okay, I think she wants to prove that, you know, she's this uh, titillating actress at the same time, she's also, ano, very talented in like the drama part. Pero wala talaga, parang, parang na, nanonood ng mamun na... Ng mamun? Bakit mamun? Um, kasi Bakit mamun hindi ibang na, tinapay? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Bakit kasi hindi... gano'n pala, baget, ganyan. So, baget? Ganon. Matigas yung acting Mati- niya. Matigas. Mm. Hindi Parang siya, wala siyang, walang balance sa face na na, na hurt na siya, na she's being psychotic. Hindi wala pandesal. Lang, talaga, hindi siya pandesal, ganun na, squishy in the inside, crusty on the outside, ganun. Wala siyang ganun. Would you say yung... <laughs> it's so porn, di ba, John? I mean, guys, uh... di ba? It's so, it's such a porn thing. It's Parang not... falling in love with my stepdad, ganun. Oo, yun yung mga cap, yun yung mga title. <laughs> Oo, parang sa search mo, ano, soft porn, ganyan. Hindi <laughs> na nga soft porn na talaga. Ganyan siya. 
porn na siya. So, alam mo yun, parang, kung, kung buti na lang, streaming siya, part siya ng 150 pesos ko. Pero imagine, kung bumalik tayo sa heyday ng ano, parang talagang, it's gonna give you that kind of violence in sex. When, when ano diba, yung mga sex workers, ganyan, let's say sex workers, sila ganyan, they don't really do that to give you violence eh. They give you the pleasure, ganyan. Siya wala. So parang, oh my God, sabi ko, parang kung manyakis ako, tinanood ko to, lalo kung ipuprove na kailangan kong mang-rape, ganyan, parang ganun. So alam mo yun, yun. So hindi ako natuwa sa kanya. Kasi wala siyang story value, hindi siya nakakatulong sa mamamayan, ganun. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to the middle na ano, Viva Max journey ko. Viva Max journey. It's my ano, one of my favorites, surprisingly, na Viva Max film. It's my, one of my all-time favorites na performances ni Angelica, which I myself am surprised kasi parang nag-start ako kay Angelica with ano eh, with Majong Nights. Tapos sobrang naawa ako sa kanya sa Majong Nights. Now, what are you doing, girl? Or why are you doing this to this actor? Ganyan. Uh-huh. Diba? And hindi ko pa yung ginawang worse, no? Pero hindi siya masyadong ano. Hindi, hindi na siya masyadong relevant or anything. Kaya, ano. Yung middle for me is Silip Sapoy. So it stars Anjali Kang. And sino nga yung kayo na yung wait na? Shande Guzman ba? Hindi si ano, si si Pandemic Guy. Pandemic Guy? Si ano, si Paolo Gumabaw. Yeah. So si, ah. directed siya by Mac Alejandre pala. And ano, it stars Angelica, Sid Lucero, Jella Cuenca, and Paolo Gumabaw. So, kaya ko lagi sinasabi actually na this is like the best interpretation of Scorpio Nights. In a way, na parese na may mga may sex, may ano, scintillating moves, ganyan, or um, scintillating moves. <laughs> <laughs> Oo, kasi sabi ko, wait, fairness ha, parang ano siya, maganda yung kwento niya, kahit na marami siyang nga, ano, um, uh, sexy, f- sexy parts, ganyan. So, yung kwento niya, si Angelica, dati siyang prostitute, that she got married with Sid Lucero. So, ano na lang siya ngayon, housewife, kasi si Sid Lucero, medyo, yung character niya, medyo abusive siyang husband. Tapos, she finds out na yung neighbor niya na bagong lipat, which is si Paolo Gumabaw, he tips into a hole mm-hmm. watching him or her being abused by Sid Lucero. So, ah, parang ano, parang Scorpio para Nights. Si- Oh, para siyang Scorpionites talaga, pero or uh, ano, butas. Alam mo yung yes, butas. Yes, oo, ganun. Yung may voyeurism <laughs> part. Nagustuhan ko yung voyeurism part niya kasi, ina, well, maybe kasi the characters represent people, actual people in society. So may prostika, meron kang um I think drug deal, dealer yata si Sid Lucero or something. Okay. Tapos si Paolo Gumabo, ex-convict siya. So mm. at first si Angelica, tsaka yung character ni Angelica and si Paolo Gumabaw, they get into the stress na parang pag wala si Sid Lucero, they have sex, ganyan. Tapos, uh-huh. parang ginawa ni, since she's so unhappy, ano, pagka nagsesex sila ni Sid Lucero, since she's now aware that Paolo Gumabaw is speaking at her while they do it, parang she enjoys na yung pang-abuse sa kanya, imbes na 
parang she gets hurt, ganyan-ganyan. So, hmm, tapos, ayun, medyo powerful kasi si Sid Lucero, yung character niya. Um, so, at the same time, you know, Angelica Kang's character, she gets so trapped na parang hindi niya alam kung babalik ba siya sa ways niya as a prostitute or will she remain in this, in her relationship with Sid Lucero's character or should she run away with Paolo Gumabaw? Kasi si Paolo Gumabaw, he's also offering her an escape. Yun. So, in the end, na- nothing really good, nothing good happens amongst these three characters. Um, given na, you know, they, they all live in this very impoverished life. Ang funny thing though, na medyo luma- lumihis siya ng konti sa Scorpio Knights 1, is that may isang character na pinatay, but amazingly, nabuhay siya. <laughs> Kaya, I'm like, wow, ang dami mong saksak, nilibing ka na sa ilog, nabuhay ka pa, parang, ay, tinapong ka sa ilog, pero buhay ka, paano nangyari yun? Ganyan. So, <laughs> pero it only goes to show na, ah, okay, maybe, he really is that powerful, or something. So, parang pinagbigyan ko na lang yung plot point na yun, ganyan. Tapos yun. So, pero ang ending, one of those three characters, they did get their revenge in life. And then, yun, parang maybe the reason why it sleeps Apoy kasi parang yung Apoy is yun nga, yung lives nila doon. And then they get a glimpse of the pleasure and then the pains of life. Parang ganun. So, yun, masaya siya. Actually, um, if you have time, try to watch it. Ito yata yung pinakamagandang for me, performances ni Angelica Kangasan actress, not just as a sexy star. Kasi talagang damang-dama mo yung may scene dito na favorite ko na ano, she's so naive at the same time, she's also very wise kasi may ginawa siya sa pera niya. Tinago niya kay Mama Mary. So, hindi ko lang sa-spoil kung sino si Mama Mary. Basta yun. Basta lang ganda. Tapos nalaman ko na, ah, ang writer pala kasi nito is si Ricky Lee. Kaya siguro nabigyan ng justice yung Siguro may mga faults yung plot pero maganda yung pagkaka-execute niya kasi I think naman sa context ng Viva Max yung kasi 'di ba si Mac Alejandro at si Ricky Lee, parang ano parang team sila Oh parang writer maganda yung ito. minsan hindi naman lagi maganda yung team nila pero dito I think since uh, very impoverished kasi yung life alam mo parang for Siguro for Ricky Lee, lumawak talaga imahinasyon niya na sige, konti lang yung sex pero lamanan natin yung abuse or you know, the kind of life that people in the slums really experience, ganyan. Pati production niya, gusto ko siya yung production design niya. Na, okay. Hindi ko ma-imagine. Pa, mukha talaga siyang Scorpio Knights, ganun. Pero done in a modern era. Mm. Kasi may mga drugs, drugs and stuff. Parang ito, mas ito pa dapat yung naging Scorpio Knights 3. Oo, actually. Okay, so Scorpio Knights 3. Oo. Kung napanood yun na yung Scorpio Knights 3, grabe, sabi ko talagang, parang ano siya, copy-paste lang. Ibang characters, pero copy-paste. Pero nawala yung, yung, yung brilliance ni Anna. Sino nga to? Yung, teka, search ko. <laughs> si, sino nga ba sa Scorpio Knights? Si Christine Bermas pa. Oh, si Christian Bermas, yung unang, yung original na Scorpion Knights, si Ana Marie Gutierrez. Ah, oo, oh, oh. Ana Marie Gutierrez. Ang galing kasi ni Ana Marie Gutierrez, you know, yung mukha niya, parang, she's not saying that much, and mukha talaga siyang Pilipinang-Pilipina, pero, 
the way that she acted yung mga sexy roles na doon. Diba? Yun. So, anyways, ayun, going, last na to, <laughs> haba ko pala mag-describe, no? <laughs> yung, ano, pinaka the best for me so far, um, kanina ko lang siya napanood, is KTK7. So, it's directed by Joy Aquino. Yeah. And produced siya nila Dan Villegas and Toneta Daone. So, I think, ano, maybe yung, in, and written pala siya ni Pang Miras. So, she's also one of my favorite female directors na locally. Yan. So, ano, um, maganda yung KTK7 kasi it has sex, it has, you know, the skin that Viva Max is currently um, known for. Pero, ang meron siya na wala lahat ng mga bold films ni ni Viva Max is yung the reason why they have to show skin. So, mm-hmm. it's a really good study on sex workers na kasi parang na-involved na dito yung family, um, mga co-workers, friends, ganyan, nung, nung bidang actress na si Rose Van Ginkle. In yeah. fairness, natuwa ako sa acting niya. Siya lang yung, for me, nag-stand out talaga sa buong pelikula, maliban sa since siya yung protagonist. Bago siya nagpa-sexy roles, alam ko, Viva Viva star na siya dati pa, di ba? Oo, singer pala siya. Yes. Mm-mm. Ang galing. Ayun. So, ayun. Si KTK7, gusto ko yung conversation that it tries to bring out. Kasi, kunyari, kung ako din lalaki and I'm just in here for the sex, I will definitely get the the kind mm. of thing that I want to see. Pero, it also involves some conversations. Like, is it moral? Is it immoral? Does it make you a bad person by making your own choices? Then, so, yun. These are really good um questions that one must watch especially with porn because diba, when i'm not sure about everyone but minsan when you watch porn it's like you morals more yeah you get the pleasure from it but the moral side you would think that okay is it right that that's happening or i'm watching this parang may ganun eh sa ibang Vivamax films kasi na pangit talagang ano lang siya okay lagyan natin ng sex kailangan na mag kengkengan, ganyan. Tapos, ganun siya. Ito, hindi. Kung tutusin twice lang may makikita kang nagkemet dito sa film na to. The rest is about the conversation on sex workers. So, yun. That's it. <laughs> yun aking report. Report pala to. <laughs> Susunod. Ayun, <laughs> Classroom report. Charot. So, oh, yun. The princess. <laughs> May questions ba kayo oh. kay Princess regarding dun sa tatlo niyang dinescribe na pelikula? Mga more of recent um uh, recent ano matawag dito offerings ng ng Viva Max to or iba-ibang ano sila? Mm, oo. Um within this si... year yung tatlo, di ba? Yes, within this year lang sila. Ang gusto kong panoorin next si Boy Bastos. And then, yung Virgin Forest. Nakakaingganyo naman yung Boy Bastos Charot. <laughs> si ano yun? Victor Villanueva. Si Vic! Hi, Vic! Wow! Ay, kinig sa atin si Vic. Charot. <laughs> Oo. Yun ang next kong gusto mong panoorin. Kasi, yun nga, natuwa na ako kay Rose Van Ginkle. Noong una kasi parang, sino ba yan? Ganyan-ganyan. Uh, nasa ano yan? Nasa, basta yun yung Viva na in-dap, nandun siya, nandun siya sa isang dampo 
pelikula para kay Ay, isang daan pelikula. Oh, isang daang tula para kay Stella. Nandun siya. Oo. Oh, oh. Siya um, yung naging isang jowa ni ano dun, di ba? Oo. Mm. Yung Talk Back and You're Dead tsaka Diary ng Pangit. Nandun siya. Oh, as early as 2014, uh, meron na siyang mga Rose Rose. Pero ngayon lang siya, dun sa ano, yung siyempre yung nag-ramp up ng production yung Viva Max. Dun lang talaga siya. Mm-hmm. Naging, ano, to, kung todong sexy star na talaga siya. Kumbaga, na-reintroduce siya dun sa, ano nga ba yun? Paglaki ko, gusto ko maging porn star ni Daryl yan. Quote-unquote reintroduction via Viva Max. Mm. Ayun. Ang galing. <laughs> yun. So, panoorin niyo po. <laughs> panoorin niyo po? Kakaibang. Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> Pinagirapan po namin talaga. <laughs> Ayun. Um, sige. Uh, DJ ko naman. Uh, what have you watched recently? Yan. Um, panoorin ko recently yung Dickinson. It's a series from Apple TV Plus, one of the mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus originals. It's actually one of the first offerings ng Apple TV na nag-launch sila noong 2019 pa eh. Mm-hmm. And this particular series, um, it ran for three seasons, kakatapos lang niya noong December. Um, and it stars Hayley Steinfeld as Emily Dickinson, the poet. So it's based on the life of the poet. It's a coming-of-age story, pero siguro yung pinaka-interesting na aspect nung show is, although it's set in the 19th century, very Victorian era, yung sensibility niya, millennial. Mm. So, yung um, yung magandang introduction siguro dun is, there's this scene in one of the early episodes na uh, Emily Dickinson's friends na nasa party sila. Parang may house party. Tapos parang nag sumasayaw sila. Parang ballroom dance. Parang kotel yun. Yun. So nag-start siya na very formal. Very Victorian. Tapos biglang nag-dance break. Biglang nag-change yung music. Biglang nag-twerk sa dun sa room. So very jarring. Tapos um, it's comic. Pero I guess yun din yung way niya of ano, enriching the story na hindi lang siya your usual period drama or comedy drama siya um, yung so, ano ba DJ mm-hmm. yung treatment niya is parang yung ano yung recent na Netflix series na parang Jane Austen adaptation niya um, ano to yung Bridgerton? Bridgerton Bridgerton I haven't seen Bridgerton eh pero it sounds like oo parang ganun um, one of the things I've heard about Bridgerton kasi parang wala silang pakialam sa racy ba or color ng actors. So, pasok lang sila nakakas sa, so sa Bridgerton. I think parang may royalty na black family. Ganyan. Okay. Um, sa Dickinson, hindi naman siya ganun ka, I would say, quote-unquote extreme. Or at least not in the casting. Pero yun yung sa language. So, may, may isang scene na when Dickinson was finally published um, in the local or parang in the regional newspaper, so, may nag-recite. Binasa nung sister niya. Tapos, yung isang guest niya na nag-react siya. That's love, sabi niya. <laughs> so, sobrang Gen Z. Hindi nga millennial lang. Eh. Very Gen Z pa yung language nila minsan. Eh. And then, there's another scene na, ano, um, apparently, si Emily Dickinson, she hated housework. Um, 
Kasi gusto niya mag gusto niya talaga niya magsulat. 'Yun lang 'yung gusto niya gawin sa buhay niya as much as possible. Pero may contradiction kasi apparently she's a very good baker. So may isang episode about the Amherst Baking Contest. Um because Dickinson lived in Amherst, Massachusetts. Eh. Tasha nung nung inannounce niya winner, siya nanalo. Um yung isang townmates and friends sila nagreklamo, uh, Asian siya, parang Japanese siya na nag ang comment niya nung nanalo si Dickinson sabi niya. Amherst Baking Contest so white niya. <laughs> So, yung mga joke na very contemporary talaga na in reaction to 20, 2020s ano, issues. And, and I guess parang trend din naman siya in recent um, recent um, shows and films in general. Um, share ka lang din na yung over the three seasons, merong very unifying themes eh, yung each season. Hindi naman siguro spoiler yan. Pero for the first season, um, the general theme was Emily Dickinson as a female poet in the 19th century. So that's very um, counter-cultural or parang very rebellious yan eh, that time. And yung one of the um, deepest source of tensions nga or conflict throughout the series is yung father niya mismo hindi very conflicted about what she wants to be or what she does. Um, very traditional yung ano yung yung father niya. Um, very backwards yanan. Tapos yung second um, season is about yung struggle ni ni Emily Dickinson about getting published. So one of the things about Emily Dickinson kasi as in the real poet is she only became famous posthumously kasi all her poems she just scribbled them on paper na tinatago lang talaga niya sa, sa room niya. And in fact, it was against her wish na she was published after that. Sabi niya sa, binili niya sa sister niya, you should burn all my poems after I die. Hindi niya ginawa. Pero yun, na-immortalize siya nung hindi siya sinunod ng sister niya. Um, and then finally, yung third season is um, during, parang set siya during the Civil War, the American Civil War, which coincided with um, the most productive time in Emily Dickinson's life as a poet. And ang ganda, ang ganda nung ano, nung, especially in third season, I guess very strong siya kasi from the very personal to the very social. And it tackled a lot of themes about ano ba yung place ng writer during a time of social upheaval, which I guess um, resonates with anyone who writes especially in our time parang yeah um very tangential pero naalala ko dito yung isang review sa ano yung sa tips the movie <laughs> ano bang silbi ng ano ano bang mapapala ako pag napanood ko tong pelikula na to parang may may sense of despair about art in relation to society in relation to politics and yung feeling of parang pointlessness um being powerless ganun yun <laughs> yun very interesting no apple tv no yes um it's only 249 pesos per month <laughs> yes promote <laughs> <laughs> tanong ako dj kasi diba no si emily dickinson meron kasi mga nagte-trend diba in tiktok yan yung kinukuha yung excerpt from the series diba na meron siyang parang lesbian 
Ay, wala akong ah, TikTok. Hindi lang subtext. That's one of the reveals sa uh, very first episode. Um, one of the key characters kasi is Sue. Um, Susan Gilbert. Um, who is actually the wife of Emily Dickinson's brother. Pero sa first episode, ikakasal pa lang. Or sa entire first season actually, ikakasal pa lang sila. And Sue is actually Emily's best friend. So, may interesting dynamic na ganun kasi um, yung, yung show, it, it follows yung yung opinion ng I'm not sure if opinion lang siya or parang widely accepted na, na the scholars who have studied Emily Dickinson's life say na lesbian talaga siya and she was in love with her sister-in-law basically. Although from, from, from before pa sila naging sister-in-law. So that's medyo na omit ko na dun sa description ko pero that's one of the themes din ng ano ng show pero it's not something that defines kasi yung I would say it's not something that defines the the show other than um it's one of the contemporary issues na naipasok din sa show pero centered pa rin siya kasi on Emily as a poet you know ba yung question na, na sagot ko ba yung question yes. Mm-hmm. Reported. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, MX. <laughs> yeah, no. Report palat. <laughs> ano? Atag, ako may tanong ako dyan. Ano, DJ? Tawag dito. Kasi napanood ko yung... Um, I mean, yun nga. Kinacheck ko kasi yung... Uh, yung plot niya ni Dickinson. That's interesting siya na at least ginawa niyang very hip and millennial. Mm-hmm. Pero ano, para ba siyang si ano, sino ba to? Si Persuasion. Napanood mo ba yung Persuasion? Yan yung kay ano, Dakota Johnson, di ba? Kasi Oo. parang ang controversy ay dahil gumamit ng modern language, parang nawalan ng essence yung yung, yung novel. Kasi oh, di ba si... Jane Austen kasi is very powerful pag gumamit ng, oh, ng... ng words. Ganun, oh. diba? Which mm-hmm. was um, shown in films like Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, Mansfield Park, ganun, and Persuasion na marami rin ng mga version. Oo. Ewan ko, nagustuhan ko siya kahit pa trinay niya mag-adapt to modern times. Although, yun know, doon sa language. Nagustuhan ko siya kasi yung book, nabasa ko yung book. Hindi ako masyad. I mean, gusto ko siya kasi different siya than the other books ni Jane Austen na very, ano, very, kumaga sa time nila, old school na yung una niyang mga books. Tapos yung persuasion, yun na yung pinaka-mature, if I may say so, na mm-hmm. ano niya, na book niya. Kasi di ba yung previous ones, lagi siyang tumatakas from the guys or something, ayaw niya ng marriage, ganyan. Tapos, sa persuasion kasi siya nagkaroon ng intent to marry pero na, nasawi siya ganyan or something yun so in fairness si Dick pero si Dickinson para ba siyang gano'n na trinay niyang baguhin yung language or ano um hindi parang incorporate lang yung topics mm. or... I haven't seen persuasion eh pero I would I'm thinking kasi si Jane Austen, Jane Austen is a novelist and Emily Dickinson is a poet. So yung product kasi ni Jane Austen, yung story niya is in prose. 
Mm. And, pero si Emily Dickinson, parang may artifact ka na, may poems ka. Na, mm. So, sa show, ang pagkakaportray sa poems is as is. Ah. And they're like, parang, yung, her poems are like, ornaments around which the stories revolve. Mm. Or parang, um, embellish yung, yung, ano, yung, yung episodes. Well, the, oh, okay. the episodes are usually, they usually revolve around a specific poem as a theme or parang binibigyan niya ng backstory. So, given these words, ano ba yung tumatakbo sa buhay ni Emily Dickinson that time? Kaya siya na inspire magsulat ng ganong mga verses. Pero as is lang yung verses. They use the old words, ganyan. Okay. Di ba meron ng kong... film din kay, ano, kay Emily Dickinson before, yung Aquel Passion, 2016 directed by Terrence Davis. And parang intriguing because meron series, di ba? And speaking of persuasion, naalala ko, says, yun yung naiwang book ni Sandra Bullock sa film na The Lake House sa bench, di ba? <laughs> persuasion! <laughs> Oo. Paras kaya sinabi ni Queen. Sabi niya, kaya pala niya naiwan yung book na yun. Ganun. <laughs> I guess yung sa Dickinson niya, yung pagkakagamit ng poems, parang mas, mas familiar nga siya for us. Eh. Kasi, I mean, tayo hindi naman, we would read, ano, we would read poems na very formal or very elaborate or even Floridian language. Tapos after nun, kung pag-uusapan mo siya, ganun ito lang. Nagtataglish ka lang din naman. So parang ganun din yung reaction sa mga characters dun. When they do um, talk about the poems or parang yung dialogue around the poems, um, around yung recitations ng poems. Parang resume life. Tapos parang pause, recite poem. Pause, resume life. Ganun. Hi, Paul Castillo, ang aming award-winning, palangka award-winning poet na friend of the pod. <laughs> so, with that said, uh, punta tayo sa last na reporter uh, reporter for today. <laughs> Yan, Jim, uh, what did you watch recently? By the way, ako nga pala si Jim of Jimmy Likula Tiba pa, ang makalat niyo pong reviewer. Ako po yung nagbabalik kasi nawala ako kanina, nawala yung signal ng wifi ko. <laughs> yeah. So, dalawa'y napanood kong film recently, yung Hunt, um, Korean film directed by Lee Jung Jae, and then Memories of a Love Story, a uh, new film ni Osilito Altarejos uh, that you can watch in Viva Max. Ayun. So, um, unahin ko na muna yung Memories of a Love Story. So, Memories of a Love Story, gagamit ko ako ng ano, reference uh, regarding sa synopsis. Wait lang. Ayun. Um, it's about um, Eric, played by Oliver Aquino in Jericho, played by Mix Almendras, uh, two childhood friends na uh, nakita sila ulit sa kamaring ni Sur to fulfill the mother's uh, wish na yung abo niya is Ayun nga, dalhin sa Bicol and then isabay somewhere in a bundok, ganyan. Tapos nag, nagkaroon sila ng, nag-rekindle yung romantic um, entanglement nila sa past. No? So may mga dark secrets, gano'n, na unti-unti nare-reveal dun sa film, all throughout the film. Ayun. So um, regarding sa Memories of a Love Story, it's about social divide, social classes, 
um, for me, hindi naman na siya bago when it comes to ganong uh, pinipresent ni Derek J. Kasi before, uh, in ang lalaki sa parola, uh, may dalawa ng characters uh, na nagkainlaban, both guys, na merong social differences, uh, mayaman, mahirap. And then, again, ito, nagito siya ulit sa ganong um, tema na uh, love story between rich and poor. Um, ang napansin ko lang, since this is um, a Viva Max film, so, syempre yung tone, yung mood, even the color of the film followed whatever uh, Viva Max uh, offered on their um, app. Um, halata talaga may budget. <laughs> Yun yung napansin ko. Kasi may drone shots. Madang drone shots. Kasi uh, pinakita yung breathtaking location sa vehicle. Um, sa naga. Ganyan. And then, um, particular with the film or um, I believe yung remarkable sa film. Kasi yung flashback niya, hindi siya yung usual flashback na you, you use or filmmakers use sepia or black and white. Um, gumamit siya ng treatment na parang viewmaster. Kasi yung viewmaster, isa siyang laruan na sumika during the 90s. Although ang pansin ko lang with that, medyo nagkaroon ng anachronism because um, the setting is 2022 present year present time and then yung film uh, I mean yung flashback is 15 years ago so nag, parang nag, napakompute ako kung 2022 5 minus 15 so 2007 sabi ko bakit parang may gumagamit pa ba ng Viewmaster during that time maybe may nagtago ganun but Viewmaster kasi is very prominent during the 90s so parang somewhat anachronism lang na, na ano na napansin ko dun sa film. And then, um, with the usual na film ni Direct J, syempre ito may, may gay sex scenes ulit na tastefully done, artistically done. Diyan naman magaling si Direct J when executing um, gay sex scenes. No? Which, um, evident naman in films like Kasal, uh, Ang Lame Antonio, ganyan. Um, speaking of Ang Lim ni Antonio, kasi Direct J started doing independent films through Viva Digital. So dito, in Memories of a Love Story, polish na yung pagkakagawa niya. Kasi ang layo na dun sa ano. Siyempre, ibang era na yung Ang Lim ni Antonio with Memories of a Love Story. Yeah. Um, another observation stand out para sa akin sa acting dito si Mix Almendras. Um siya yung portray ng character na Jericho, siya yung mayaman. So um maybe because of galing ng theater si Mix Almendras. So control yung acting ah uh, mga sumasabay sa beat, sa beat or sa rhythm when it comes to acting. And of course, Dexter Doria naman never disappoint. Um, her audience. Magaling, magaling si Dexter Loria. And ang naaalala ko, naaalala ko kasing film ni Direct J na gumamit ng songs and music na for me remarkable ay yung 
for instance sa uh, pasal diba? kasi ginamit nga yung ikaw at ako uh, by Johnny Danao dito I forgot na the title of the songs pero for me bumagay yung ano yung songs na ginamit dito na para dun sa film ang ganda ng pagkakalapat and bumagay talaga dun sa film yung songs and music ganun um no pa ba well with ano memories of a love story hindi pa rin naaalis kay Direct J yung ano ang um, political statement because this is between rich and poor so mayroong eksena doon na yung may nakalagay na eviction notice o spoiler alert tapos sinunog nung character ni Oliver Aquino yung nakalagay na eviction notice so kahit parang simpleng eksena lang but that's a strong political statement on his part and even yung kinonfront ng character ni Oliver Aquino na si Eric yung character ni Dexter Doria kasi matapobre yung ano yung character ni Dexter Doria so um ano pa ba meron ditong maiksing eksena si Rob Vinto and kahit maiksing yung eksena niya Remarkable. Remarkable si Rob Minto dito. So, um, ilang, ilang naman with memories ano, of a love story. So, um, if you have, you know, extra money, watch it. Kasi grabe si Viva nilagay. <laughs> Nandun nga sa Viva Max, pero 499 pesos po yung, ano, yung price ng pay-per-view. However, um, Direct J naman is offering free screening. Ganyan. So, watch out sa Facebook post nila sa 2076 Collective. And then, yung another film na napanood ko ay Hunt. No, directed by actor Lee Jung Jae na sumikat sa Squid Game. Ganyan. So, this film was screened out of competition in Cannes Film Festival. So, um... Regarding the hunt, I mean hunt, hunt lang pala, walang dahan. So, agents of the Korean National Intelligence Service, KNIS, Pyongho, at International Department in Jungdo. So, Pyongho was portrayed by Lee Jung Jae, and then Jungdo was played by Jung Woo Sung. Are both independently hunting a North Korean mole within the agency. During this investigation, they come face-to-face with an unbearable truth, and yet must complete their own missions at all costs. Actually, while watching this Hunt film, for me, I'm impressed na nagawa siya ni Lee Jung Jae. Impressive yung directorial debut niya kasi hindi ganun kadali ang mag-execute ng action films. And this action, political action film, ang dami nilang mga pasabo, ganun. Tapos may mga physicalities kasi may ginagawa silang fighting scene. So, this is not an easy film to do. Halatang halata dun sa film. But the action scenes were well made. Yun yung napansin ko. Actually, may isang particular scene dito na reminded me of the shootout scene in Heat starring um, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Tapos... Actually, when watching this, parang somewhat, wala na siyang bagong in-offer sa table. Kasi naaalala ko yung Infernal Affairs, na starring Tony Leung, 
Chuay and Andilao kasi within the agency may mall so in this film meron din silang tinatrack na mall ganyan. And then later on na-remake na- diba The Departed itong Infernal Affairs. Tapos yung kasama ko while watching um, Hunt, sabi niya Jim para siyang Snowdrop. And Snowdrop pala isa K-drama series na may ganung story din. So ang hanga ako dito ay yung dalawang female characters yung parang assistant or nasa team ni Lee Jung Ji saka yung leader or parang mastermind ng North Korean na force or team ay clever sila kasi hanga ako sa mga strong female characters and clever na para how did they do that you know then sa Han so i enjoyed i enjoyed Han nakaka-stress lang. <laughs> nakaka-stress panoorin. But ang um, galing ni Lee Jung Jae to, ano, to direct. And at the same time, hindi rin naman ano, na-compromise yung quality ng acting niya. Kasi pag director, actor, parang mahirap na task yun. Kasi you're doing two, two tasks. Eh. You're acting and at the same time directing. So yun. Yun lang naman. Salamat po sa pakikinig. Ayun, um uh, directorial debut ni Lee Jong Jito, ano? Um yes. other than yung favorite kong role niya na hindi Squid Game ay yung ano, Ilmare which is ni remake yan, 'di ba, The Lake House? Ah, uh, yung remake <laughs> The Lake House with Keanu Reeves. Yes. Um pero yun, uh, excited ako mapanood 'to. Uh, alam mo naman Korean cinema, it's mm-hmm. very fun. Um, kahit yung mga blockbusters. Um, Princess or DJ, may, mga, may tanong ba kayo kay Jim uh, regarding Hunt or Memories of a Love Story? Mm, so, yun po. Um, Doon po nagtatapos ang ating episode for today. Yan. Salamat sa pakikinig kung meron man. Wala naman na nakikinig. <laughs> Naging four na lang yung viewers natin. <laughs> Pumamba na pala ulit. Grabe oh. <laughs> naman. From our pick of eight. Yan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from a peak of 8, balik tayo sa ano, magta tayo sa 4. Pero guys, we appreciate kung sino man yung still listening to us because I know not all the time may makikinig sa amin. Ah, sabay ganun, naghumugot. At marami yeah. ibang pwedeng pakinggan dyan na ano, mas makabuluhan. Mas <laughs> 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 may laman. <laughs> Biro lang. Pero yun, um, We're getting up for a few more episodes um, soon. Uh, gusto naming ayaw kong i-jinx, so surprise na lang. Basta pag bigla na lang, uy, may lumabas yan. So, please like and subscribe. Ganun. Our, yes. Uh, we have a YouTube channel sa Third World Cinema Club. Search nyo lang. Um, sometimes we put clips there, uh, especially for mga interviews natin with um, special guests. Also, we're available Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you have your podcasts. Yan, nandun kami. And um, yung, we have a Twitter account at uh, uh, 3rdWCC. So, 3rd is spelled out. Tapos, WCC. 3rd was in So, until next time, guys. Yun. Thank you for supporting us, guys. Thank and... you for su- your support. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay safe, guys. Stay safe and see you at the movies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.